Today's guest is Chelsea Bird, and she is an online nutrition coach. And she works here in Utah, where I'm from, with Key Nutrition in the Salt Lake City area. Um, and Chelsea has been on both sides of this fitness and nutrition. As a young girl, you know, all she really wanted to do was be skinny. You know, a story that's probably all too familiar. Uh, she took the fat burners, every diet possible, every 30 day this and 28 day that. She did it all. And you know what? They don't work. And she learned the hard way. Um, and that spiraled her into this place of purging and binging and starving and over-exercising. Um, but all of it led to a beautiful outcome, which is now she gets to work with people after getting her education and her certifications in the in the nutrition field. And now she is a certified coach and she's helping people learn how to do this the right way, the healthy way, and most importantly, a way that is sustainable so that they can have long-term positive effects, positive impact, and positive relationships with food. Ditch this whole diet cycle for good and thrive in life one meal at a time. So we go in and we're talking about um, preparing for the holiday season. For most people in most places of the world, Holidays, celebrations, special occasions, these all come centered around food for the most part. And so we talk about that and we talk about the work she does with her clients and how they approach approach the holiday season um, and not having this restrictive mindset, but instead having a mindset of being present and focusing on gratitude and enjoying the people and the experiences and really having the reminder, and probably my favorite part of this episode, having the, the reminder that it's just a day. It's a holiday. And that it doesn't have to expand past that. It doesn't have to become a, a week-long thing or a month-long thing. You don't have to prepare yourself by, by having these extra workouts leading up to Thanksgiving or these Christmas things or, or the day after. You don't have to go hardcore the day after to, to make up for what you did the day before. You get to just enjoy the day. And then you wake up the next morning and you just are back to your routine, back to the way you're living and back to pursuing that, that version of you that has healthy relationships with food and people and your body and your mind. And so I'm excited for you guys to get into this one. She's got a recipe book that she's also giving to everyone. Check out the show notes. It is a, um, free recipes and habits. So for this holiday season, you get inside some of this stuff, just go click on the link, put in your first name, send in your her your email address, and she will get it straight over to you. It's an amazing thing. I'm excited to try some of these recipes out myself. Um, and without further ado, here is the episode and have a, have a safe and wonderful holiday, uh, kicking these holiday seasons off you guys. And, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Welcome to the Greatest Day Podcast. My name is Craig Smith, your host and the creator of the Greatest Day Mindset. This podcast is all about helping you gain the tools and the insights you need to shift your focus in life and begin living each day to the fullest. The Greatest Day Mindset is a lifestyle. It's a way of living each and every day with a positive attitude. It's choosing to be happy and live life with energy, no matter your current situation or circumstances in life. Today truly is the only day you and I have to live, shape, 
and create who it is we want to become. So choose to make today the greatest day of your life. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Greatest Day podcast. And today we're getting into the holiday spirit by talking about the the mind, the the body, the nutrition side of things. And we've got Chelsea Bird here. And uh, I didn't do much of an intro at the beginning of this podcast. So uh, tell us a little bit about you and and uh, just just you being here. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Craig. I'm so excited to be here. So my name is Chelsea. Um, I am a nutrition coach at Key Nutrition, a company here in Draper. And I'm sure you've had Brad on the pod- podcast before. Have you? I haven't. Nope. No, not yet. Nope. Oh, you've got to do that. You've I know. That. He'll get here eventually. But um, but cool. So that's people know about Key Nutrition. I've posted yeah. about it, but that's, yeah. that's what you do there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I am a coach at Key Nutrition and I've been coaching with Key for about two years now. And it's just, it's been awesome. It's been so, so awesome. And I mean, 2020, especially it's just, you know, for a lot of people, it's been a really tough year. It's been a really challenging year, but you know, I would say that for, you know, for me and for a lot of my clients, it's been one of the most transformational years ever just so much room for growth, so much, you know, so many mindset shifts, so many great things are coming from it. And I feel like the holidays are really a whole new opportunity for people to learn and to grow and to step into a new, healthier version of themselves. And for this past week, this has been the topic of conversation for a lot of my clients is navigating the holidays and going at it with a whole new mindset. So I'm excited to talk about that today. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love how you you put that. And I had a guest on recently and I asked her as well, like, do you feel guilty like saying this has actually been a really great year? And there is kind of a sense of like some guilt attached with that. So anybody else listening, like we're removing that guilt. This is I've been passing out permission slips a lot lately for people emotionally speaking. So this is another one of those like no guilt, whether you're up or you're down this year emotionally or in your weight, like who cares about that too? Like still just a number. It's still, it's an indicator of just a snapshot in time. So that probably will be part of our discussion too, is, is maybe the number on a scale and, and kind of avoiding some of that trap we fall into. But I love it. I love the work happening over at Key Nutrition. I love what you're doing. I love just being able to connect. We, we connected in a different way before we actually connected. Um, because you ordered a journal, the focus yeah. journal months ago. And then I started putting things together. I'm like, Oh, that, Oh, I've seen the name before. That's who she is. That's what she does. Awesome. Like right on, this is cool. So, and now here we are connecting on the podcast, which is a, a treat for me and a gift for people listening. So let's just dive into it. Uh, other thoughts you want to add before we do? No, I'm, I'm so excited. I love, you know, shout out to your focus journal. If, 
you know, I'm sure if you're a listener of Craig's, you've probably got the focus journal, but if you don't, you should definitely get it. I have, I think, you know, probably a good 70% of my clients now have the focus journal and I've heard nothing but amazing things about their experiences and I can speak for my own awesome experience. So it's just great, but yes, let's dive, you know, let's, let's dive right in. So Craig, what, what do you notice as being the biggest challenge that people have when it comes to the holidays? Some of the fears that they have, what, what do you notice? Yeah. So my side of things is, is a lot of just boundaries in general, like family boundaries, what we can or can't talk about around people, seeing certain faces trigger um, emotions that people aren't, haven't necessarily are ready to dive into. Like maybe there's past traumas, there's just relationship dynamics that are going on. um, And people really not knowing how to, how to set boundaries with that. So for me, on my side of things, that's a lot of the stuff that I get to deal with. Um, And you know what surfaces a lot of times for people is food, is emotional eating and and relationships with food as well. Mm -hmm. So how about you? Like, where are we going with that one? Yeah, well, I mean, that makes, it makes total sense because I feel like, you know, the holidays here in the States, especially, you know, we we celebrate everything with food. We mourn everything with food. When we, when we gather with any group of people, it it seems like our culture is built around food. Food is typically always the focal point of whatever we do. And with so many people, you know, my clients in particular, when they, when they speak about some of the struggles they have, a lot of it is the I'm nervous for going to Thanksgiving dinner. I'm nervous for going to this event because there's going to be all this food there and I don't want to lose all of my progress. And I'm so scared because in the past I've always overeaten. I've always fallen Mm. off my plan and I've always felt guilty. And that's been their, that's kind of been their habit and their mindset, their learned mindset that they've had going into it. So, so, how to, you know, that and how to break past that. And the first thing that I, you know, the first thing that I always say and that I really learned for myself was that if you, you know, if you're going into the holidays, if you're going into Thanksgiving dinner, nervous and feeling like I'm going to mess up, I always mess up. I don't have self-control. This isn't going to be good. I know I'm going to feel guilty for the next few days. That's exactly what's going to happen. Right. It's, you know, because we're, you know, we, we get to write our own story and we are, you know, we get to make our own choices. And if you are choosing that messing up around the holidays is going to be your story and is going to be your identity that you are defining yourself as, then that's exactly what's going to happen. But the amazing thing is that, you know, going into the holidays, like you, Craig, you are the same person today that you, you know, you make all of your healthy choices you choose, you know, to nourish your body, you choose to move and to exercise and to drink water. You are the same you that is going to be there at Thanksgiving dinner. You're not going to lose your power to make your healthy choices. You're not going to lose all of your knowledge to know what's good for you. Mm. You are going to be the same you. So you get to decide what you're going to do. And it is okay to choose a different habit or choose a different story and choose different actions than what you've done in the past. So I think that's the first and most empowering thing that I've learned for myself and that a lot of my clients are practicing now. Yeah, no, that's, that's powerful and, and, and beautiful all at the same time of thinking about 
Cause I think that for some, for people, again, back to like on my side, the emotionality stuff is we show up and maybe into some of those triggering moments, right? Like a, a whole table full of food or the relationship stuff or that person in my presence again, triggers some things. We, it's easy to lose sight of the work we've done leading up to that moment. And like you said, it's like, now nah, we got to remember like, no, this is, you're standing here still as the person you've worked to become trust in yourself, trust in your ability and your insight to make good decisions, which I don't know. Maybe we'll get into that too. Like what does that actually look like during the holidays or what does that actually look like at one of these big feasts? But, um, but everything, I love how you put that. Everything is around food in this, in this country, probably in other places too. Right. But, but here it is. It's like, I can just think of that. Any, anytime something's going to happen, it's like, okay, who's going to bring what? Like, what are we eating? Like, what's the, so it is that thing. Um, but just trusting in ourselves, trusting in ourselves to know, like, I've done the work, I've got the insight, I have the skills. I don't have to detract from that. There's not, there's not Monday through Friday, Craig, and then there's Thanksgiving dinner, Craig. There's not, like, it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you. You are the same you and you are going to be just as powerful and, you know, able to make all of your own choices there at Thanksgiving and any other holiday as you are right now. Now, that being said, that doesn't mean that you should, you know, if you're on a meal plan or if you're on following macros or if you are following any kind of like regimented you know, structure right now, that doesn't mean that you you should just stick with it on Thanksgiving day or on Christmas or whatever it is, because, you know, holidays, you know, they're, they're holidays and they're meant to be celebrated and they're meant to be enjoyed. And I believe that, you know, there's, it, it feels like there's, there's almost this, like, there's two sides of the coin. There's the, I'm totally on track or I'm totally off track. Right. And I feel like with a lot of people, it's one or the other, it's all or nothing. Mm. And I think the magic is when we can find that, like find that good middle ground, that, you know, ability to, to make the healthiest choices for ourselves, to, to make the, the decisions that best serve us and serve our future self, the person that we want to be at the end of this, while still enjoying the experience and being present and being in the moment and giving yourself permission to relax a little bit and to enjoy it. So for a lot of my clients, you know, they're not going to be tracking. They're not tracking on Thanksgiving because, you know, the healthy lifestyle, they live it. They live it every day, mm. day in and day out. And, you know, if the, if the habits that they're building right now aren't, you know, aren't so ingrained in them that they can trust themselves to make healthy choices without having like this, without entering everything in and saying, okay, I'm hundred percent on track. This fits perfectly you know, then what, then I'm not, I'm not doing a good job as their coach. The point of following any meal plan, the point of following macros, having some kind of structure is to teach you, is to teach you how to best fuel your body so that when you don't have structure, when you, you do just have all of the options available, you can make the best choices for you and you can find that good middle ground of, okay, what is going to satisfy me both mm. physically and emotionally without making me feel like I've gone completely off the rails because I, I believe you can do that. Yeah. 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 I got to pause you cause you, so many good things you just said. I'm like trying to write some of these to come back to, but I love all that. So the biggest thing really, and let's go back there for a second is 
in your coaching and in your work you do, and this is so similar across the board of like helping people, like just the profession of helping people, no matter what it is, it's about who we are becoming. Not who, not what we're getting out of things, not the number we're chasing on a scale or, or uh, the size of the bicep or the waist or whatever it is, or the money in the bank account. It's who we're actually becoming in the process. So, so what I hear you saying though is, and connecting this to, to food and nutrition and the holidays is one is one day isn't going to ruin you. No. One day is not going to ruin you. Like triple your macro allowance for the day. You're going to be fine. But more than that in the programming that you're working with people is to be okay emotionally with those things. Mm-hmm. Like how do we, how does the next, there's still going to be the next day. Like we're still going to wake up the next day, like the day after Thanksgiving the day or the next week. It's about what have I done leading up to this that shows me how I recover as a, a person, even if I screw up royally, like even if it's just a, I didn't follow anything even that I said I was going to do. I didn't follow macros. That wasn't the plan. But I also told myself I would stay within a certain boundary and I didn't respect that either. Like I went, I went overboard. Where the work shows up is how I respond to that. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, you know, this brings to mind in a yoga class, I once heard our yoga instructor, she would say this all the time. She'd say, you're not stuck where you land. So if you go into a new pose and it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel good, you're uncomfortable, you can move, you can change, and you can adapt. That is awesome. And, um, you know, in terms of fitness and with your body, we're never stuck. You know, there's never like an ending just because we make a mistake or we, we put on an extra few pounds or we you know, we under eat or overeat or whatever it might be. Like we're not, we're not stuck with that result. I mean, I don't know about you, Craig, but you know, I've, you know, I've done more than one like fitness program, weight loss plan in my life. Um, you know, like I did a, a fitness competition and I was in, you know, the best shape of my life. I was super, had great abs. I had, you know, muscles galore. Mm-hmm. And it, I looked in the mirror and it was like, wow, this is amazing. I would love to keep this forever, but I didn't. The same way that, you know, people throughout their lifetime, they typically will gain and lose a little bit of weight, mm-hmm. you know, as se- through seasons of their life. Like none of it is ever permanent. This right. fitness journey that we're on, there's not an ending point. So there is never a point where you, you know, you failed or you're going to get stuck here one day. So you better hope that that place you get stuck is where you've been perfect. Like, yeah. no, we're not, we're not stuck there. So yeah, maybe, maybe you did go completely off the rails. Maybe you did have a plan and you blew it. Um, maybe you just completely overindulged, didn't work out, whatever. And you wake up the next day and you're like, man, I like, Oh, I did it again. I blew it. I blew it. You might, you know, you might be a little heavier on the scale, which, you know, speaking to those numbers, nine times out of 10, that's not going to be five pounds of body fat that you just put on, you know, having, having a lot of sugar, having a lot of sodium, having just more food than normal in general is going to create a lot of water retention in your body. That's going to go away. But, but have a a couple good poops. You'll be back down a little. Yes. Take a powder. You're going to be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. (laughs) Um, But you know, it, it goes away. And at the end of the day, you know, what I think is, what did you learn 
from this experience. Yeah. Because with, that, with everything that we do, we're learning. We're either learning what does work for us and what creates a result that we want to repeat, what we want to continue, or what doesn't work for us. Yeah. And if we create a result that we don't like that doesn't work for us, then we get to look back and say, okay, what happened? Where did I, where did I get stuck? Where did I kind of lose that sense of control? Where did I start making poor decisions or what specifically was it? Yeah. that didn't work for me. Now I've learned a little more about myself. Now I've learned a little bit more about what things will trigger me to go off track or what kind of result is going to come from me choosing to act in this certain way. I now know that I'm, I probably don't want to feel like that again. Mm. So next time the opportunity arises in a situation to repeat those same behaviors that produce an undesired result, you're probably not going to do that again. It's just a learning experience. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine like people coming in to my therapy or coaching practice, like sitting on the couch and them saying like, I know I said I was going to be happy, but I had a couple of days that I was sad this week and then me shaming them for it. Like, like that's not even the goal. And so even like the goal is not like never to feel this sadness again, never feel there's lessons in those ups and downs. We need those ups and downs. And when it comes to your body and nutrition and fitness, it's not even that we need them. It's inevitable. It's going to happen for hundreds of different factors, hundreds of different reasons, whatever. It, I don't know. The moon is pulling us in a different Maybe that's not real. I won't say that, but <laughs> the gravity pull is a little different. We're heavier that day. The, the, the thing though, is that it doesn't matter because even bad decisions that we make, poor decisions that we make in our lives, it's, it's what did we get out of it? And if we get into that mindset, that kind of growth mindset of like, what am I learning from this? We're able to just embrace and, and enjoy the moments. So I love going back again. I love that. Okay. Even the people on your plans. So this might apply more to just people who are, who are doing the tra tracking the macros or trying to stay on some sort of, you know, plan of eating. We don't have a plan that day. Maybe we've got a few boundaries. So maybe we talk about that for a second. We have a couple boundaries. Maybe we're going to set up. We don't, we don't have a, we don't have a number we're trying to stay under. We don't have that. We're just enjoying the moment. We're staying in that. So what do you think you were, you're nodding your head like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some boundaries. What comes to mind when you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, um, you know, we have some boundaries. We have some guidelines. Guidelines. That's good. Can, That's even better than boundaries. I like yeah. That. To choose if it, if it works for them. And these are, you know, these are a lot of things that like, I'll tell you, Craig, I used to struggle with the holidays, just hardcore struggle. Mm. Um, yeah, particularly in the height of my eating disorder, I was petrified around the holidays. I remember there was even one year that I, I pretended to have a, I pretended to be sick so that I didn't, so that I had an excuse to not eat or to not go to dinner because I was so afraid mm -hmm. that I was going to mess up. And I remember starving myself all day long on Thanksgiving day for fear that I was going to overindulge on Thanksgiving. And so that's, you know, that's my first guideline that I would say is don't starve yourself <laughs> earlier in the day. Don't go to a party. Don't go to your dinner on an empty stomach. 
yeah, you might want to save some carbs and fats for later on in the day because you know you're going to have a heavier meal, but there's no reason to restrict yourself. There's no reason to starve yourself. So we don't have to wake up and be like, okay, dinner's at four. I don't eat until then. We don't have to do that. No, no, definitely not. In fact, if you do that, you're more likely to overindulge later on because what's going to happen is that you're going to be thinking about that food all day long, especially if you have a, if you're a person who normally eats breakfast, who normally eats, you know, smaller meals all throughout the day, you're not going to be used to that. And you're going to have this day where you're consciously like pushing the brake, saying, no, I can't eat. I got to wait. I got to wait. You're fighting against your stomach. You're fighting against your natural hunger cues mm. and saying, I've got to wait for this. And then you hyper-focus on it. And what will happen is you're going to get to that dinner. Your eyes are going to be bigger than your stomach because at this point your brain is just, you know, survival mode. Where's the food? Where's the energy? Yeah. You're going to see all of these things. It's like shopping and- at the store on an empty stomach. It's- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to overdo it. And then because you haven't been eating for so long, you're all of a sudden overloading an empty stomach with a mountain of food. Your digestion is not going to feel great. You're going to feel, you know, super full, super fast. You're going to create a huge sugar spike and a crash. It will not be, it won't be a fun day. So we don't. So first thing, don't starve yourself. No, we don't. Yeah. So first thing, don't starve yourself. Um, You know, I would say as a guideline, focus earlier on in the day on having lighter meals with focused around like protein and veggies. So good proteins and some, you know, healthy fruits and veggies some healthy carbs like that to keep you, to keep you satisfied and choosing the most nourishing foods for you so that you get to that meal and you're, you know, you might be a little bit hungry, but you're not going to be ravenous. Yeah, I love that. Don't try to go too far away from just who you normally are. You're a breakfast person, eat your breakfast. Do we, another guideline, could we add on there? I know this is your, your list of guidelines, but could we put that, put it on there for people that they don't have to earn Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas oh, dinner, yes, birthday dinners, birthday cake. You don't have to earn this stuff. Like you don't have to bust yourself out in that morning for the, the, to burn all the calories, to make room to have that. Can we just show up and have it and enjoy? Yes, please, please. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I'm going to, I'm going to work out on Thanksgiving morning for, you know, a couple of reasons. Number one, mentally, it makes me feel good. It, you know, I mean, endorphins make you happy and mm-hmm. happy people don't kill their husbands, but they also don't overdo it on Thanksgiving dinner. Right. <laughs> but it's, you know, food is, and, and that being said, you know, I'm going to be active afterwards too, not because I'm punishing myself and trying to burn it off, trying to re-earn my right to feel good about myself, but because, you know, f- food is fuel. Our body digests food and turns it into energy. Mm-hmm. So so we get to use some of that energy and we're going to feel better if we use some of that energy rather than just sitting on the couch. And it's not because you should feel like you have to burn it off. It's, you know, it's because you've just gifted your body, all of this awesome fuel and energy. It's going to be, it's going to want to use that. It's going to want to use that by going for a walk, by, you know, playing with the kids at Mm -hmm. your family parties. It's going to want to use that. So be active. 
you're going to digestively, you're going to feel a lot better. Mentally, you're going to feel a lot better. And you're going to go back to, you're probably not going to feel that like bloated and completely overstuffed feeling for as long if you use up some of that awesome energy. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to fuel your body and use it in an effective way. If you choose to, great. And if you don't, Mm -hmm. great. Um, But there's no guilt on either side of it. If you do or if you don't, like you want to work out, great, go work out. I probably will too. I get centered with my morning walks, Mm -hmm. with my, with my mindfulness, with just doing those things. So that day, probably not going to be any different for me um, where I'm going to do that, but not because I think I need to make the room or I need to do those. It's, It's not about that. So Um, what other, what other guidelines are you like discussions you're having with clients right now, just setting them up for a successful or just more present. That's what I kind of think of day that day with the relationship with food and Mm. the feast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's just one of them is being present. I think that so often we can, you know, we get so focused on the food because, you know, holidays have all of this food that we don't normally have. I mean, we don't normally have pies all around our house. We don't normally have massive turkeys and stuffing all around our house and we get excited about it. And so of course we're going to, you know, we're going to focus a little bit on that food, but let's not forget the, the reason for the season. Thanksgiving, you know, food is, food is there to enhance the experience, not to be the experience. Oh, that's good. Yeah the reason that we, you know, that we have these holidays, we have these gatherings is to, to, you know, to be with the people that we love and to, to make holiday memories so that we can, you know, later on, we can laugh about, you know, all the funny things that happened. We can tell stories about, Oh, do you remember this Thanksgiving when we all did this together? That was so fun. Rarely do we say, do you remember that Thanksgiving when there was, there was so much food and we just ate it all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's so true. It's creating the experience, staying present yeah, in the moment. Yeah, create uh, the experience and be present and be present with your food too. You know, rather than just eating as quickly as you can so fast that you mm-hmm. don't even remember what you just ate, slow down, be fully present, focus on choose foods that you love. Choose foods that you truly love and taste so good to you. And when you eat them, eat it slowly. Really savor the flavor. Like enjoy the taste, enjoy the smells, enjoy the texture. Set your fork down between bites. Really allow yourself to be immersed in the entire experience. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think we can, I think we're so much better able to do that by following some of these other guidelines, like not starving ourselves early. Mm -hmm. Um, if If you're a breakfast eater, or a late morning snacker, like you have that protein bar or shake or whatever you do, stay with the normalcy of just the systems you already have in place. It's going to mentally, and I know it does with your brain, you will be able to stay more present. You will be able to like be in those moments with those people and then have the conversations and not be so focused on your stomach because your brain switches into this primitive, the primitive place of just like, pleasure center of food and oh my gosh. And so keeping those other guidelines will help us to stay present as well mm-hmm. and let the food enhance and not be the focus of, of the day. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So many good things right there. Yeah. And, um, you know, some other guidelines, you know, on that note, making sure that you're choosing foods that you love, 
that you really, that you genuinely want to eat and not choosing foods or eating foods just because they're there. You know, I, for me, mashed potatoes are a very, like they're a, they're a classic Thanksgiving food. I don't love mashed potatoes, Mm. so I'm not going to eat them just because they're like the Thanksgiving meal. Like Mm -hmm. they're, I I don't love them. So I'm not going to eat them just because. Instead, yeah. I'm going to choose to eat more of the foods that I actually do love. Yeah, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is year-round is a great illustration for me when I work with people of take what you need and leave the rest. Mm-hmm. Like, like just that in general, in, in like every setting, right? Even, even in, in the gym or working out, it's like, no, nah, do, the, do the movements that you enjoy and love so that you can actually enjoy and then leave the rest. You don't have to do those things. I promise you, you don't have to throw that movement into your exercise to make it a complete workout. Okay, I'm getting yeah. off track. But, but the Thanksgiving tape, dinner table to me is such a great visual of like, they're all there. Doesn't mean you have to take everything. Like, mm-hmm. like if you want, which we do by the way, my son really loves stuffing. We have stuffing throughout the year. It's not a Thanksgiving food. It's a, it is a Thanksgiving food, but it's one that he really likes. And occasionally it'll be like, Hey, yeah, go get some stuffing. Cool. Have some stuffing. Um, some foods aren't likely to, you know, know, people don't make their sweet yams or whatever the pie during the, the, the year, but it doesn't mean because it's there. You have to have it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, And that being said, you know, don't, it's okay to say no, thank you. You know, just because you're, you know, your aunt Susie Joe made her, your very special apple pie, you know, and she made it once per year. If you don't love it and she offers it to you, it is okay to say, no, thank you. It doesn't mean that you don't love her. It doesn't mean that you're snubbing her. You know, you can simply just say, you know, I've already eaten. I'm, I'm not hungry right now. Thank you. Or that you'd prefer something else. Like it is okay. It doesn't mean that you don't love her. And if she takes that offensively, Remember, it is, you know, it's not our job to make everyone else happy, Mm. nor can we. And if, you know, if she does get offended by that, it's, you know, it's a little more, a little more of, you know, her, her thing to deal with speaks a little bit more to what might be going on with her. Yeah. So, you know, make the best choices for you and it is okay to say, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're stepping into my arena now. And I love this. Um, I love this because no is a complete sentence. 100%. I was with someone before we hopped on this call and that was a focus of our session today was setting boundaries and learning to say no and being okay with that, which is really uncomfortable for some people, mostly because we don't want to disappoint Aunt Susie or whoever you said she was, but uh, we don't want to disappoint them. We don't want to hurt their feelings. It's like, "Mm, let me just, let me just give this to you. Chelsea, you're not powerful enough to hurt someone's feelings. They, they have to choose to be hurt. We do like to avoid some of those confrontation and uncomfortable situations. And so if she walks up and says, Hey, here's my, my famous thing. You know, I make every year. You don't have to say yes to it. That's hard for some people, but let me just give, let me just give you guys something that may be helpful. One is start writing some of these statements out beforehand. You know where you're going for Thanksgiving. You know, the people you're going to be around. You probably know some of the situations that are going to arise have a plan of how you're going to respond to some of these things. That sweet potato pie coming into your face and you're like, I actually really don't like this. Write down something that says, you know, 
Aunt Susie, there is such a comfort knowing that this pie is here every single year. Like I love just being able to see it and knowing that you put the time and effort to make today better. Um, I'm going to pass on it this time, but just know I appreciate like just, just that you're here and that you have your signature plate. I love it. That's it. Okay. That was a lot, but something like that, right? Like voicing gratitude in the experience and not necessarily that you have to indulge in every single thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, that's so good. That is so, so good. And you know, you reminded me, you know, with the writing out some, giving yourself the opportunity to practice some of these things beforehand that brings to mind another one. And we, we kind of touched on it at the very beginning, you know, speaking to like, who is the person that you want to be at the end of your fitness journey or at the end of the holiday season? Like, how do you want to feel? That's one of the things that you can ask yourself going in to this. And that's one of the things that you can, you can write out beforehand is how do I want to feel at the end of this experience? You know, what, you know, how do I want to feel? What kind of, you know, what kind of vibe do I want to have? Like, do I want to end the evening feeling like I have spent time with my loved ones, been fully present, enjoyed the foods I loved without overdoing it, feeling strong, confident, healthy, and powerful in myself? Mm -hmm. How do you want to feel at the end of this experience? If you can go into the experience, knowing what you want your, the outcome to be having that big vision at the end, you're going to be much more likely to make choices that align with that. And that doesn't mean that you're going to restrict yourself. You know, for me, that means that I'm going to choose things that, that I love, that I'll feel like I have lived up this holiday season and made, you know, the best of it. And I feel so good about myself. And throughout the night, you're going to be kind of, you're going to kind of mentally check yourself with, does this choice support the, the big vision I have for the end of the night? Yeah, I love that. Love, love, love that because you started, you started to say that in a way that was like, who do I want to be at the end of like this day? And then you switched it and you said, how do I want to feel at the end of the day? Because it's so important. And I think if no other reason we did this podcast, no other reason it's to tell people and give them permission again with permission slips, how you eat on one specific day, a holiday, a birth, whatever it is, does not define who you are. How you, the choices you make to what you eat on that day does not define the person you are. So keep in mind, how do I want to feel though? I don't want to have, I don't want to have a sense of um, missing out on that certain dish, on that certain conversation with somebody. Um, I do want to have excitement about, you know, maybe I, this is the day I allow myself to go a little overboard on that thing or that thing or, or all the things. And I feel good about that. What we don't want to have is, is that um, regret at the end of the day that I didn't, or I did do that. So let that guide you a little bit or a lot of it actually um, to, to get back to that presence and, and, uh, and just being in those moments. So I really love that. How do I want to feel And I use this every day anyway, right? How do I want to feel at the end of today when I lay my head down, but even more so on these like big days, these holidays and, and, and these feasts that are coming up, right? Is how do I want to feel at the end of this day? Not just within my, within myself as my, my body and my relationship with food, but just in general. And then cool. I have this vision and and I'm going to go make it happen. Uh, Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that's great. 
All right. What, what else do we add to this, this discussion of preparing our bodies and our minds for this holiday season? Oh, well, um, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about the, the aftermath, you know, let's talk about, you know, Oh, one more, one more thing that I do want to throw in for the, the day of is offer to bring a dish offer to bring something that, you know, that, that is healthy that supports how you want to feel that aligns with your goals and is something that you really enjoy. So if you do want to practice a little bit more self-control, if you do want to have confidence in knowing that the foods that you're putting into your body are as nourishing as possible for you, you can have, like you can bring something that you know is good for you, that you know you're going to enjoy. So you don't have to feel stressed about what's in this. Like does, I think this is healthy, but I'm not totally sure. I sure hope it is. Offer to bring something that you enjoy. And, um, you know, on that note, Craig, I want to make sure that I throw in, I am for all of my clients, I am putting together a little mini, like a little mini like recipe booklet of some healthy holiday dishes with some healthy holiday tips mm, inside awesome. of it that I would love to offer to your listeners too. Awesome. So we can include that in the show notes if you want. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that is awesome. And I love that one. Like bring the thing that you actually want to have and you know what's in it and you know, like, yeah, I love that. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, okay, awesome. so you're, you're going to transition into something else, and we would definitely yeah. include some of those other things. Chelsea's up to so many good things right now. I'm in, I'm in a habit challenge with her that she's leading right now. It's been awesome to just put some focus back on certain things we want to invite into our lives. And so healthy dishes and, and some of these other things will be wonderful for people to, to get a taste of, pun intended. Okay, <laughs> what... Um, <laughs> What, where were you going to take us? You said we were transitioning to something else. The aftermath. So, aftermath, aftermath. Um, so remember like this is a, these are holidays. They're not holiday weeks. They mm. are not holiday months. Love that. And I think that we forget that a lot. I know I have in the past and what will happen is that we will, will allow, you know, all of the treats from Thanksgiving to you know sneak over into the days following and into all of the days in between you know thanksgiving and christmas and new year's and suddenly it's a you know it's it's a whole month it's a whole uh, quarter yeah yes, it's a whole quarter it's a whole yeah. quarter so remember like it is a holiday mm-hmm. so allow yourself to this this is going to help with allowing yourself to to you know relax a little bit and not feel so restricted in your dinner if you know that on Thanksgiving, like this meal, it, the time that you spend, you know, not worrying about every little thing that you're having, allowing yourself to, to overindulge a little bit, it's going to be kept to that day. Make the conscious choice that, you know, Thanksgiving dinner is going to stay at Thanksgiving dinner. It's not going to sneak into Black Friday breakfast and Black Friday dinner time. And then, Cyber Monday eating and all of that. Um, And some good tactical ways to, to, you know, minimize that to keep holidays in their holiday is to don't take home leftovers that you know are going to make you feel, you know, not awesome that, you know, you're not going to want to have because they don't support your goals and they don't support how you want to feel. It's okay to not take home leftovers. Be very conscious about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and just jump right back into your normal routine. 
like as, as, as quickly as you can, you know, and we've, you know, we've talked about this throughout the podcast that, you know, just treating even Thanksgiving day as normally as possible and allowing yourself to enjoy some extra things at dinner time. But as a whole, you know, treat the holidays as normally as you can mm-hmm. and choose your moments when you want to really enhance the experience with the food. You know, if you're, I think if you're, if we have, I think it's really good to focus on like, what is your intention with having any sort of food? Is it being used to enhance an experience or are you eating it simply because it's there or out of boredom or to avoid or to distract when you cross into some of those areas, then you kind of know like, okay, do I really want to be having this? Cause this probably doesn't support the person that I want to become and how I want to feel with all of this. This probably isn't enhancing my life. Yeah. You know, the way that every choice we, we make, you know, should be enhancing our life in some way. Um, so that's, you know, that's one thing aftermath that I would just kind of recommend. And then, you know, kind of circling back to those, the, the day after when you step on the scale and it's heavier, mm-hmm. please remember that that number, if you do weigh yourself afterwards, that number is simply data. It's, you know, it will change and it will change throughout the day, throughout the week. All that it, all that it's doing is giving you clues as to what's going on in your body. So what's going on in your body is that your body is working to digest a little bit more food than normal. So you're sitting a little bit heavier. Your body is working with a little bit of extra sodium and sugar. So you're retaining a little bit more. If you've had any alcohol, that causes some, you know, some fluctuations with our hydration levels as well. So, so be gentle with yourself and don't take that number as an identifying factor of whether or not you did a good or bad job or whether or not you deserve to have a good or bad day. Yeah, you don't. Exactly. And that, so that means we don't have to starve the next day either, or do the extra hour on the elliptical the next day. Like just get back to your life. Just Mm -hmm. get back to your life. What do you typically do on a Friday? Do that thing. Yeah. Do that thing. Yeah. Drink a little bit of extra water. Some lemon water, if that sounds yummy to you, mm-hmm. move, exercise, get some movement in, break a little sweat. It's just going to feel good and just focus on nourishing foods, you know, focus on, you know, what, focus on that, how you want to feel and mm-hmm. how you, you know, if you're, if you're already not feeling super great and you want to feel better than having, you know, an extra slice of pumpkin pie for brunch probably isn't going to make you feel super good. Don't add to any feelings of guilt or shame that you have if you have them, which I sure hope that after listening to all of these that you won't. But if you do, don't add to that by, you know, piling on some more of what you know is just going to enhance that not so good feeling. Right. And you can still have those. Like you can, you can have by the next day. Oh, you totally can. You totally can. So I love what you're saying. It's just about Again, it's back to the the normalcy. I'm look. I'm telling you, I it is built into my macros that I have almost daily. No joke, a bag of peanut butter M and M's. I'm just saying, and they fit, and my numbers stay where they need to be. But because I calculate them in there, so if you want pie the next day, then calculate it in there. With if you're a macro counter, then great. But here's the thing: the biggest thing for me, I don't know. I keep saying the biggest. They're all the biggest. <laughs> is nothing. If, if you go overboard outside of your own guidelines, your boundaries, 
the day after, the week after, nothing makes those things worse than the emotional beat up that you add to it. I didn't put that the way I wanted, but like tearing yourself down emotionally after them doesn't help it anymore. So just that place of just acceptance and like practicing some of that, that forgiveness, that grace within yourself and, and just being like, all right, it's a new day. Like, let's just get back to the things that help me feel good at the end of, of this day. And what are those things? And let me go do those things. If it's that walk, great. If it's finishing the, the slice of pie I brought, brought home, brought home from the day before, great. <clears throat> Adding some extra water, doing some of these things, all great. I love that. So, um, okay. Well, this will this will be wonderful. We'll um, there's going to be there's going to be plenty more discussions from Chelsea and I. She's going to be back on here at some point. I know it. Um, and if nothing else, you guys, she's got some other things happening too. Do you want us to tell us about that? Like, I know you've got things coming for the new year. Is it I too real? Say those things. You I say do. whatever you want at this point. Yeah, like, sell, you. sell yourself and everything you're up to. So I have. Thank you so so much. And yes, I am. I would love to be back on here. This has been such a great conversation. I love it. Um, so I've got, you know, these, these healthy holiday recipes and healthy holiday tips coming up. Um, I'm also putting some finishing touches on an ebook for that. I will be selling on as a, as a fun little black Friday deal. It's going to be a whole ebook, you know, talking about, you know, developing, you know, it's all, it's all about, you know, macros and mindset and, you know, focusing on that, like, who's the person that you want to become. It's basically a how-to guide, you know, for anyone who is looking to get into, to learning about macros and tracking macros. That's what all of my clients do is macro tracking because that's what's changed my life and allowed me to, you know, break free from feeling restricted by food and feeling like I didn't trust myself to having just ultimate food freedom and truly living the life that I love in the body that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, teaching, teaching you how to, how to understand macros, how to calculate your customized macros, what you need for your goals and how to track them accurately because tracking can be a big learning curve. And I would love if, you know, what took me years to learn could take you, you know, a week or less. I would love that. So that's my goal with the book is to really teach everyone and empower them to have those tools so that they can, if they're not in a place where, if you're not in a place where you can, you're ready or can invest in a coach right now that you can take on some of this for yourself and feel confident that you know what you're doing. Um, it's also going to have, you know, a lot of mindset pieces in it because truly when it comes to you know, when it comes to a lot of our food struggles, when it comes to a lot of our body image struggles, what I've found and what I've noticed for myself is that it's, it's not about the food. It's, you know, about everything that we, all the labels that we put on the food, all the emotions that we attach to food and learning how to, how to redefine those and re-navigate those in a way that's more empowering for you and the person that you want to be at the end of this experience and how you want to feel. So a lot of those tools, it's going to be very interactive, a lot of, you know, in the book exercises that you can do. And then later on this year, um, just kind of timeline depending. It's either going to be in mid-January or early February. I'm launching a group coaching program that I will be taking, you know, 10 to 15 women through a 12-week program, you know, transforming themselves mentally, physically, emotionally, 
you know, building, teaching them all about, teaching you all about nutrition, all about your body, how food works with your body, how to understand the signals that your body is giving you so that you can build the best plan for yourself and basically be your own coach and how to, you know, set good, healthy boundaries in your life, how to establish good, healthy habits and just overall, a you know, a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. That's my goal with that group coaching program. So lots of fun things. So I can talk things. about it forever and I'll I ramble on about it if you let me. <laughs> but, I, I love yeah. it. Oh, this will, we'll link everything up and, and then just, you know, may, everything won't be live at this moment. So you can't really link up to like the ebook and those kinds of things. But so you just need to get over and follow Chelsea, where are you at the most and what, where can we find you? I am on Instagram the most. It's chelsea.bird, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y dot, and then bird, like the one that flies. Mm-hmm. Yep, you'll find me on Instagram. That's where I'm at the most. So shoot me a DM, give me a follow. I'd love to connect with all of you. Yeah, and uh, accepting clients now or not so much? What What is that? Yes. yes, I am accepting one-on-one clients. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. And my application process is linked up in my Instagram bio. Everything you need over on Instagram. I'll put that in there as well. So this is awesome. I've loved, uh, I've, I have loved and just want to honor you for a minute of just like the drive, the excitement, the passion you bring to what, what you do. Um, and I know as a clinical therapist and, and mindset coach, what I do with people is one of the biggest, if not the biggest factor is your clients feeling your belief in them and your excitement in what you're doing, um, that creates the most change. So you're bringing that, that is no doubt, even just in the, in the little interaction, you know, that thing I have with you in the, the goal group, the habit tracking group, um, it's felt and it's impactful. So keep doing what you do and who you are. It's awesome. We'll keep directing people over to what, what you're putting out there. So one last thing and we'll get out of here is, um, Uh, What does the greatest day mindset mean to you? Ooh, greatest day mindset for me, that is, you know, focusing on, you know, it's a lot of what we've talked about. It's, you know, greatest day mindset is how do I want to feel at the end of this day? And then making sure that every thought that I have, the way that I speak to myself, the way that I speak to others, the choices that I make, the actions that I have support that big feeling that I want to have at the end of the day. Mm, I love it. Create the vision, chase it no matter what. Greatest day. Sweet. Love it. Well, thank you again so much for the time, the knowledge, the insight, the permission, the energy. I love it. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Oh, thank you, Craig. It's been awesome. Okay. You guys make today the greatest day of your life. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Greatest Day Podcast. Hopefully the information given today will help each of you as you continue to improve your life, stay present, and make each day better than the last. As always, please take a minute and share this episode or this podcast with someone that you think would benefit and hit that subscribe button leave a review, and let's continue to spread the greatest day mindset to as many people as we can. I appreciate each of you once again. We'll see you on the next episode. And as always, make today the greatest day of your life.